Hump day. Happy Wednesday morning. Packers in Cincinnati finally. You got joint practices with the Bengals starting today. Then their first preseason game on Friday. Thank freaking God. We had the premiere of Hard Knocks last night. I was out and about gallivanting around town. You ever heard that word before? Word of the day, Austin. Gallivanting. Gallivanting around town. Have to look it up. With my, uh, with my wifey. And Austin did get to watch Hard Knocks in its entirety. I want the full Austin recap and review. Not right now. All right. But I want the full Austin recap and review of HBO's Hard Knocks. Uh, you didn't mention one thing. Uh, people, one individual on the New York Jets grabbing the microphone and saying, what? He said, um, the TV lies, something like the TV lies, Aaron Rodgers is a cool guy. Yes. I was like, wow, shocker. Yes. Well, the, oh, crazy. you tell me the idiot box lies to you That's... the con- day in and day out uh, by the minute, Austin. Yeah. So uh, before we get to your review of Hard Knocks, uh, just the quick thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up or thumbs down for episode one of Hard Knocks. I'm going to give it a thumbs up. With the New York Jets and Aaron Rodgers. Yep. You know what I give a big thumbs down to? What? The Milwaukee Brewers. <laughs> the Milwaukee Brewers. How come? You want to explain? Well, as in, in my uh, gallivanting, Austin, yes. I was at um, a bar out there in Windsor uh, called, uh, what the hell is the bar? What the hell is that bar called? There's a brand new bar, brand new-ish. Um... Was it the bar next door? Whatever it was, it was really good. I should probably learn the name. I hadn't been there before. I was watching the Brewers on the TV. Mm-hmm. And I saw Wade Miley give up a solo shot early on to the Rockies. And then That's what? All right. You know, yeah, I mean, one, one solo shot. It's not going not gonna to kill you. Like the average MLB team score is like around four runs, yep. like four and a half runs, unless you're the Brewers, I guess, for the most part. By the way, the Brewers' run differential is back in the minus. Minus one. Yeah, minus one. And yesterday it was plus three. Yeah. Yep. Now back to minus one. But I saw Wade Miley give up a solo shot. I was like, all right, that's fine. Like, your pitchers do that. Like, no, no one's perfect besides Austin and myself. And then what happened? I think it was William Contreras got up, and he bashed a solo shot. It's like, okay, we're just trading little blows here. It's, you know, 1-1, one, one, whatever. And then, you know, I waited around to the, uh, that was, what, the fourth inning? Then I saw the Brewers uh, get another run in the sixth. And then I'm like, all right, I got to start moseying uh, my way, gallivanting around somewhere else, around home. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as I get to home, I notice that it's now tied 3-3. Three to three. I'm like, oh, okay, uh, let's, let's turn this back on. I turn it back on. It's the 10th inning, and complete debaggery goes down for the Milwaukee Brewers. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to play it. Milwaukee. This is loaded, no one out. Now Cole Tucker, the hitter. Ball four, not even close, and the Rockies have the go-ahead run. Bases remain loaded. No one out in the tenth. I'm just gonna pause it right there, Austin. It's the tenth inning, you know. Bases loaded, walk. Bases are loaded, and Brewers' new relief pitcher, uh, Andrew Chafin, walked the run in. Four to three now. Okay. A rookie in a pressure situation right here. Bases are still loaded. Another rookie, Ezekiel Tovar. And another run on a walk, a four-pitch walk at that, and the Rockies lead it five to three. I'm gonna pause it right there. Aribe is then pitching. He walks in another run on four straight pitches. That's four balls in a row, Austin. Last time I checked. Yep. Then think throw a strike. Then and now Ryan McMahon. Nobody out still with the bases reloaded. And another walk, another run, a four. Aribe walks in another run. Walks in the inning because of the lead Six to three. Walk. And a strikeout of wins. And here comes now Nolan Jones. Not great. 
This ball lied to left. Tucker tagging, sliding catch made by Yelich, and that'll score another run. So important. We say it so frequently. To get- oh, there's another run, 7-3. to three. The Brewers tied 3-3, three to three, going extra innings, lose 7-3 to three to the effing Rockies. What? The- huh? Austin, what's happening here? What's going on? What, what's going on? <laughs> I- <laughs> you just can't make that stuff up, really. You're against the Rockies. Yep. You're at American Family Field. Yeah, That's home. your home base. You're tied. You end up losing 7-3 to three going into extras. Wade Miley did his job, and then the bullpen absolutely dumps it all over. All right, so it did go Wade Miley, Elvis Peguero, Joel Pyams, Devin Williams, Andrew Chafin, then... Oh, Williams did pitch. Ebner Aribe. Um, I just... I, I'm at a loss right now. And I do believe your Cubbies won, yes? Yes. So Brewers and Reds. So back to game, game and, and a half, half back. Of the NL Central. Game and a half back. I just... When I watch this Brewers team sometimes, it's very hard to be a fan. Sometimes. Sometimes. I mean, the run differential is back to the minus. Mm -hmm. So this Brewers team, they find new ways, I feel like, every effing game to make you frustrated and want to pull your hair out watching this team. But I think that's baseball. Do you feel that way with the Cubs? Yeah, that's definitely baseball. Do you feel that way with the Cubs and your team? When you're in, like, a slump, like the Brewers... Let's be honest, they're not playing the best baseball right now Ew. since the All-Star break. They're when four and ha- six to the last ten right now. Yeah. So. so when that happens, like, there's a lot of new ways that you find to lose. <laughs> but I will say walking in three runs, that's a new, new one. Like, I don't know if I've seen that at it, all before. <laughs> every single time the Brewers lose, they find a way to do it that you feel like you'd never seen them done that way before. Yeah. Well, Chafin and Aribe combining, combining to allow three straight bases loaded walks in the tenth inning to allow the and Rockies on four to four pitches, win. a couple. One yeah, Aribe. Yes, it's just God. the bases loaded. You can't throw four straight balls. I. I <laughs> you just can't. No, I know they probably would have crushed it out of the park if I would have thrown it, but I feel like I could have thrown a strike. Yeah. No, it probably would have been piped on the middle. It could have been in the zone. could have been a grand slam, probably, because the bases were loaded. But I feel like I could have thrown a strike. I feel like I could have got one. Maybe it's the bases loaded, Austin. You get a little small dribbler. I mean, you know, the position players, like sometimes position when hitters face a position player, they're like too early, and then they fly out to center. So (sighs) maybe... Could have done that for you. A little small, little contact, yeah. little contact ball. You know, He's gotta go talk, go talk to Craig. Put you in, <sighs> Craigery. Yeah. So Nolan Jones went deep twice for the Rockies yesterday. His first multi-homer game of his career. And that's another thing I feel like the Brewers always do. They give like, some of the first like. Yeah, it's like ever. it's every time there's a guy that's like, okay, who's this guy? Oh, the Brewers just allowed this guy to have the first as. Nolan Jones, the first multi-home uh, run career game. Or it's like a pitcher's up there. We've never heard of this guy, but my God, the Brewers just made him look like Cy Young up there. <laughs> <laughs> Every friggin' time. So game was decided by Milwaukee's bullpen control issues. Uh, you know, Jafin, he, he was good when coming from the Diamondbacks. And Uribe didn't throw a strike in any of the three bases loaded walks. Not a single strike for Uribe. <sighs> uh, all right, but the rubber matches today. And in baseball, Austin, as long as you're winning series. You're winning two, if you win two out of three, yeah. two out of every three, you're okay. You're not trying to you know, lose series here. So if you're winning two out of three, that ain't bad because baseball is a wild, wild sport. A lot of things can happen. But right now, uh, let's see here. Your Cubbies, uh, they're, what, six and four their last ten, Austin? They're, what, I think 14 and four 
in the last 18 games. They're pretty decent right now, especially after um, well, they took it over the Braves, right? They won two out of three against the Braves, yes. didn't they? And they have the most runs since the All-Star break. Jeez. And now um, I know... I'm pretty sure... The Mets took the first game against the Cubs. Yeah. And so the Cubs got a rubber match so, today. Rubber match today. Rubber yeah. match for both teams. And then you guys got the Blue yep. Jays after that. Yep. And then the really easy part of our schedule starts. So. Yeah, White Sox, Royals, Tigers, Pirates. Exactly. And then it gets uh, end of August, you get the Milwaukee Brewers down in Wrigley. Oh, yeah. You're going to be going at all? Um, I don't think so. Uh, me and my dad are in talks September 1st. There's a doubleheader in Cincinnati. You ever Cubs been to a Great American Ballpark? Nope. So that would check off uh, New Stadium. A pretty cool park. I, I've not been, but I mean, I, I think uh, RJ has. Uh, a couple of my buddies, they said it's really awesome. Also, the place where Rowdy Telez injured his uh, his hand and finger by shagging balls in the outfield and got it stuck in the like the padded barrier. I don't even know how one would manage that. You see, like they have dumb injuries like that. You know, Devin Williams punched a wall a couple of years ago in oh. a playoff game. It's just absurd. Uh, Craig Council, I wanted to get some comments from Craigery as Craig Council was talking about, you know, the struggles of the bullpen. Let's take a listen to Craig. We'll probably pause it a couple times. Let's do it. No, we just, we didn't throw strikes that inning. And, that, you know, I'm just going to pause right there. That's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you walked through, you walked through, you walked in three runs. You didn't throw any strikes. Arriba didn't throw a single strike. <laughs> Any time um, it's it's that kind of dramatic, it's going to cost you, um, and, and certainly cost us. was he aware of the count there? Was he aware of that pitch clock violation? Do you know what oh, the pitch clock violation? You come around to the pitch clock. You like the pitch clock? I think I do. Yeah. I, like how I, would, I would still make it probably like five seconds longer, but I yeah, like I think they were talking about tweaking that and doing that, um, especially come playoff time with more yeah. high pressure situations. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure he did, but he didn't throw any strikes. So, <laughs> <laughs> council just pissed. I'm sure he did. So, like, it's not like he threw a strike. So, more about kind of putting him in, you know, his situations have kind of been elevated. That. Basis loaded. Is that less than ideal? No, no. I mean, we got he's that's that's part of this process. That's part of being a big league pitcher. Um, it's the tenth inning, um, so that's that's the spot for him. And it just you know, you know, he recovered, which is the lesson to learn from it. Um, I'm okay. I've heard this a lot from Craig Council, and I get it. Every time there's some dumbass loss like that, so I was like, well, there's a lesson to learn lesson from it. Learn from it. Well, I mean, I don't know how many lessons they're learning because they keep finding. Well, I guess it's a new lesson every time. That's how they keep losing. But it's you know, it's spots you're going to have to you're going to have to pitch in as a big leaguer. Um, so it's a good learning experience for him. And I thought he, you know, he obviously struggled with the first seven pitches and then got it going a little bit. <laughs> and then he got it going. A little surprising from Elvis too. I mean, the two homers matched what he had given up all season to this point. Yeah, I mean, he just threw two pitches in bad spots to the, you know, to the guys that can hurt you. Um, and, you know, those, those are the, you know, those are the couple of guys. There's, there's some guys in the team in the middle of the lineup and um, he put balls in spots where, where they can hurt him and he, and he did. They put good swings on do a little more here. What did you think of uh, Wade? Six innings. Oh, here we go. Wade yeah, I, th- I thought he pitched really, really well. Um, you know, really limited the hard contact. There was very little hard contact. Thought he thought he pitched a heck of a game. 
Wade Miley, when healthy, baller. Now, he came back last Wednesday, went four innings, gave up three hits, one earned run, uh, five strikeouts, two walks, he only pitched 60, uh, he only had 60 pitches under his belt. But last night, he went six innings, gave up two hits, the one blast, the solo shot, uh, struck out two, walked three in 85 pitches. Wade Miley, when that dude is healthy, he is a baller. The yeah. thing is, he's, it's a hard time staying healthy once in a while. Uh, I have always liked Wade Miley. Now, our guy Kinger on here on Twitch, not a Miley guy. I don't think he's, I think he's poorly trolling or maybe he's, King, are you like poorly trolling or do you honestly believe that Wade Miley is a bum? Because Wade Miley, that dude, uh, uh, it was a good outing. He needed his job. He just personifies like Wisconsin. When you look at Wade Miley, it's like, I could have a beer with this guy. He looks good. All right, Austin. I would say, um... Andrew Chaffin looks like that too. Like, remember when he, they traded for him last week? He was like, "I hear they like beer here." But after last night, not a, not a lot of fans probably want to have a beer with him right now. <sighs> Someone might want to smack a beer over his head, you know, yeah. those glass bottles. All right, so uh, let's see here. Today you have uh, Adrian Hauser going to the series finale here uh, against uh, Chris Flexen. Flexen. Chris Flexen. F-L-E-X-E-N. I can't what say a I've heard that name before. Well, I think here's might be a reason why, Austin. He's 1-5 um, with a 7.82 ERA. And he's on the Rockies. Yeah, and he's on the Rockies. So, well, yeah. Hauser, 4-3 and three in the year with a 4.19 uh, ERA. So we're going to see what's going on. And then Carlos Santana yesterday, not the guitarist, but the uh, first baseman for the Brewers, was scratched from the lineup uh, due to uh, an illness. So... Uh, we're hoping Carlos Santana can get back here because it's one of the uh, acquisitions the Brewers had. Um, everything that happened in the trade deadline, Austin, did you, uh, for the Brewers, it was kind of was, it made the team, I guess, better. Nothing like, you know, you're not going to like go nuts over it, but it mm-hmm. made the team, I guess, a little more solid. Your Cubbies, did they do enough to make a push here? Yeah, they got the best. In the NL Central? They got the best rental bat on the market. Jamie or Candelario. Can- the candy man. You feeling good? <laughs> that's, that's his nickname. Oh, yeah. candy man. You're feeling good about all right. The game and a half back. Reds game and a half. We talked about this yesterday. I'll talk about it again. I don't know if the Reds have staying power, what we were talking about. Uh, but do the Cubs have the ability to do this thing, Austin? I wholeheartedly think they're the best team in the division. Like, not even like being biased. I think the Cubs are the best team. They put themselves in hole early, but. In the last month and a half, I think they'll make it. Mm-hmm. I think the Brewers have a chance to get like a third wild card spot. I'm not going to say they're out of like out of the playoff push at all by any means. Obviously, oh, some riffs right there. Absolutely. All right, play that on Guitar Hero. What a game! Nothing better than playing Guitar Hero hammered drunk at about 3 a.m. after a cake party. Saying RJ? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, boys. I did not watch it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to try to make a point of it today as I'm uh, painting my freaking basement bedroom downstairs. <laughs> I, fin- I, fin- job. I finished He's, taping. Yeah. Finished taping yesterday. You're using his job. Oh, he had to go he make some money at his other gig. Which, hey, he got tipped oh. out pretty good, man. I'm so you. this is an unpaid internship at He can write down the hours on his time card. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't paying him out of my pocket. I'll make Midwest no, family pay him out of their pockets. Yeah, but uh, you guys both saw Hard Knocks. Yes. yes. The first episode, the New York Jets. Now, Aaron Rodgers and uh, company did not want to be on it. The NFL made them do it. Oh, if you watch it, he was pretty Aaron okay Rogers, with it. He was he was good with it. He was it. happy. So yeah. I'm, he was happy they got chosen. Yeah. Austin came into the studio before the show started. Like, did you watch Hard Knocks? I'm like, no, nah, I was you know doing my thing, gallivanting around town. And then it was um, 
He's like, yeah, it was, it was good. It's pretty good. And then RJ came in a little later. He's like, man, was that a puff piece on Aaron Rodgers <laughs> last not, night? I'm not saying it wasn't good, but like, <laughs> but yeah, they didn't it, show any drama at yeah, all. There, there was no mention. They made it of look like it was a fairy tale. From yeah, they. Yeah. All right, let's that, start. We'll start. That, RJ, we'll start with your review of Hard Knocks. The signing of Aaron Rodgers. Episode one was the signing of Aaron. Rodgers? No, no, like it was legit described as the signing of Aaron Rodgers, not like, the trade for the they signing hit, of. They hit the jackpot. With yeah. Aaron Rodgers is what so, they said. When you guys think of the New York Jets, when I think of the New York Jets, I think of a kind of a, a, a down on the luck. We're living off Joe Namath's furry coat and winning the Super Bowl way back when, and ever since then we've been pretty putrid. Yeah. That's what I think of the Jets. Not a really good organization. Yeah. Uh-huh. Same as you guys? Yeah. Yeah. With Aaron Rodgers and, now in. The, uh, gives the butt fumble, too. Yeah, Mark yeah, Sanchez, butt, butt fumble. fumble. Rex Ryan loving feet. Feet time. Yep. Let's um, go get a bleeping snack. Pennington be like the best quarterback that they had for quite some time. Byron Leftwich getting carried down the field. <laughs> yeah, not good stuff for the New York Jets. Is that with the Jets or is that while he's still in college? That but, was while he's still in college. Doesn't matter. Marshall was green. They stink. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is now obviously the the golden cow. That is something special has happened in New York. This he is the god that has come in now to save this franchise. This Basically, is the Jets. Your yeah. review, RJ, of the first. As you said, a puff piece in Aaron Rodgers, episode um, one. The Jets are in the I I went way out of my league to get a girlfriend stage. Is this the guy that like really outkicked his coverage? Yeah. It, it, you're, this is like Rowdy Bag and Giselle. You're you're looking <laughs> sure. at it and being like, How no, did be you end up with Texans. her? <laughs> I, like and and they're they're showing it because they're like, This is our quarterback. <laughs> this is a guy. Are they emotional over Rodgers? Oh my god! Like, there's points where you think a dude's gonna cry talking about him. Hell yeah! Like, it's it's weird, um, but <laughs> it's it absolutely it absolutely no, it's not cult like. Is that okay. what she said? Cult like? Yeah. 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 Um, no, it's like <laughs> it's people still still in disbelief that he's on their team, and like I still am in disbelief when, when they talk about it. See, we're at number eight. I'm when like, they talk this? about it. It's like they're breaking the fourth wall, and they look directly at a camera, and they're like, <laughs> they, they say something really nice about him, and then they l- smile at the camera. It's like or bring the microphone yeah. down. Right, so Austin, like, so <laughs> your takeaway, RJ, one big episode, one big puff piece on Rogers, right? Like, well, and I wouldn't. It's just, it's the new toy feeling. It's the puppy love stage. He hasn't done anything wrong. It's the puppy love stage. Yeah. Austin, yeah. your review on uh, episode one of Hard Knocks? All right. I'm going to be full honesty. It's probably the first ever like full episode I've sat down and watched of Hard Knocks. I've only seen clips before. That's fine. But I thought it was pretty good. So I don't have like a whole background of previous seasons. But That's fine. Doesn't it was matter. good. Uh, the narrator, apparently, first ever practice he pulled up. He pulls up in a helicopter. The narrator? Yeah, the narrator of Hard Knocks pulls up in a helicopter. Damn. To practice, wow! And Aaron, and Rogers is like, everyone, go say hi. Be nice. Go say hi. He's <laughs> it's like the voice, every it's the voice of God. Yeah. Oh, I've seen. I see that article where they're talking the voice of God to the narrator. Yes. Yeah. So Rogers make him say hi. Uh huh. But overall, I thought it was pretty good. The, a lot of Aaron Rodgers, obviously, as mm-hmm. you would expect. Um, and that's what's going to get the most views. Yep. There was a, a moment, and I agree with uh, the. It was a Jets what defender or lineman that. Yeah, he he pulled the boom mic, a, the mic, D line, yeah. So D line guy pulls the mic down uh, uh-huh. from the filming crew. Yep. And what does he say in the mic? He's like, 
the media, everything you see on TV is a, don't believe everything you see on TV. Aaron Rodgers is like it's all a lie. Yeah, it's, it's all, all a lie. lie. Aaron Rodgers is a cool guy. Yeah, yeah. he's a cool guy. Yeah. I've been saying that since <laughs> forever How about Aaron Rodgers. And you haven't say, been saying everything on TV is a lie about him. But the past couple, past two years, I would past year, yeah, past ever since twenty, ever since COVID, I would say. The media paints Aaron Rodgers now in a villain light. Yeah, but yeah. the stuff they're reporting on has happened. Yeah, they just it, they it, twist their narrative to make him look like an a hole when he's just saying what he says. But everything's not a lie. It's not a lie. The but Jets they, seem to think everything he's done is a lie. I say a, a majority of it is a lie. The way they paint him uh, in the light, like you'll hear local pack of reporters talk about Aaron Rodgers now. Like I was listening to a show and they said, "I don't hear that many. I only hear a few." They're like, I heard someone say the reason why family night for the Packers was nice weather is because the black cloud of Aaron Rodgers was finally gone from the organization. That's wild. I think I heard that on these airways. You were correct. And I I was in my office. I heard that. It was quoted by somebody actually said that in-house. That's insane. Yeah, that was involved in the Packers. Yeah. And then a person reported on it who was just smitten. With that comment. Yeah, there was a giggle after it, I believe. They couldn't help. They were giddy, like a little giddy schoolgirl that just got some the new Liz Frank, you know, binder. Jojo, the Indian circus yeah. boy with my pretty new pet. Like, <laughs> you, you hear these reporters who are, quote unquote, supposed to be, like, impartial and, they're you know, not. not. No, they're not at all. They paint him as a villain. It's like, you know, the reason why weather was good at Packers Family Night is because the black cloud of Aaron Rodgers was gone. Like, well, you, what the, black the, cloud? The weird now? thing is now. In almost every level of sports reporting, you have to be a fan now or else your your access gets limited. You cannot be critical of the organization you're covering. You have to make it a puff piece. You have to make it. Well, look what the Packers did to like Bob McGinn. Yeah. Because, I'm not the biggest Bob McGinn guy, but he would like, like just report on something or maybe like yeah. something – he was banned from even going back to you, the You facilities. essentially have to get permission to report now. Yeah. Well, look at the Orioles. They just banned their... Uh, hey, he's coming back. He's coming back, what, Saturday? Friday. Friday. <laughs> For literally saying what their record was against the Tampa Bay Rays. It's going to be like, oh, no, he just decided to take a vacation. We were just kidding. Yeah, they, they were, yeah. The Orioles were 0-16 against the Rays in the last 16. Um, hey, uh, Brian, we're going to have to uh, see in our office. Yeah, you've been suspended indefinitely. For That'd be like that. when the Brewers were on that streak against the Pirates. Uh, if, I mean, if, if I, and I know the Pirates acknowledged it because like uh, um, my brother-in-law, he's like, oh yeah, they, we've, our announcers always talked about it. Yeah. They're like, at some point we got to break through. <laughs> at some point we got to break through. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm I'm going to make a point to watch it today uh, as again as I'm painting but a puff beef on uh, Rogers Austin but both enjoyable good episode yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's just from the outside looking in you you'll watch it and you'll even think it's over the top I think nice <laughs> uh, here, that's what he wants to see voice again voice again I want to watch oh. it <laughs> All right, yeah. all right, so they're yeah. go say hi. Yeah. So sometimes they're edited, sometimes they're not edited. Because, well, especially if it's uh, shaky, that's yeah. like stereo on TV. I have there, s- there's a time in there where he tells somebody not to be a 
effing a-hole, go say hi to him. Oh, so, thanks, thanks yeah. for thanks for pointing it out there. <laughs> uh, here is one, though, of Aaron Rodgers. There's some funny stuff that I'll get to a little later of, you know, uh, him talking about Sauce Gardner is going to be in the Hall of Fame one day. Yeah, he did. Say, and yeah. then there's uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Um, you know, I will say Nathaniel Hackett with a beard somehow looks like 10 years younger. Like, that doesn't happen often. I think it's but, when you hide your double chin. Yeah. yeah. That makes you it. look younger. <laughs> what he needs to do is gotta he's got to grow, like, the handlebar mustache and get some big mutton chops because Nathaniel Hackett is a name of a Civil War general. Oh, like, yeah. That guy sounds like he's Nathaniel Hackett reporting for duty. <laughs> that is We're major, gonna go get those major, Johnny Rebs. Major General Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah. Eighteen sixty six. Eighteen eighty six. There you go. Alright, here's a little piece of a hey, Rogers. Hey, what do you got for us, baby? Oh, I got nothing, man. I'm just happy to be out here, excited to be with you guys. All I'm gonna say is this camp is a long camp, right? Let's just enjoy the little things every single day, right? Take time to laugh a little bit. Live, laugh, and love. conversation. Last time with somebody new, don't always sit with the same group. Get to know your teammates a little bit. Yeah, that's part of that leadership role. And just enjoy the little moments. It goes by fast, and you get to be really old and gray, and you're savoring every little moment. So savor them right now, right? Cues on three. One, two, three. Cues. There you go. A little, uh, I don't really say it's pump up, but Rogers. You know, enjoy your time while you have it in the the NFL. Breakdown after a practice. Enjoy your time while you have it. You know, that's where you really reflect on your in your huddle. You don't really need to pump up. Yeah, you're just reflecting. It's more more of a calm down. Live, laugh, and love. Yeah, you just you just rehash practice there and break it and go watch film. (laughs) Live, laugh, and love. That's what you're doing there. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when you got airtime to fill and a little lull in sports, right? Football's here, but is it really here? No. The dog days of summer, you know, baseball, we're still kind of, you know, seeing how things settling out. I, I understand when you got to talk for a long time that sometimes words slip out or things slip out that you're like, oops, didn't mean to say that, or mm-hmm. a little Freudian slip, or you know, maybe something's just a little off base. It's not like you try to do it. Talking Austin a lot, you know, when you talk a lot, some things just fall out of your mouth sometimes. Yeah, like the Orioles announcer, like he just talked a lot and got suspended for saying the. <laughs> he, didn't even say anything, he didn't even say anything wrong, though. The Orioles announcer just said, yeah, the Orioles are 0 16 against the Rays. And the last 16, they're 0 16. And guess what happened to him? He got suspended. He's going to be back now on Friday. Yep. But. Other th- other people, other people say things. You're say like, that. huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh? Well, Colin you Coward. Why they have a job? Colin yeah. Coward. I mean, I, I, I like yeah. the moxie of Colin Coward. Yeah. He gets out there. He's brash and you all know, those people like, stuff. Yeah, like they they say stuff on purpose to get the clicks. Now in but, this clip, oh boy, here we go. Technically, he's not wrong. Technically, he's, he's not, not wrong. He's not wrong. But. <laughs> There's an asterisk. Boy, is it in poor taste. And I don't... It makes you wonder if a guy that, you know, talks a lot of NFL, and that's his job, how this kind of gets through. I'm going to play the clip, and let's see if you can pick it up. Yeah. Colin Coward was doing his list of uh, quarterbacks, the good, you know, high-end starter quarterbacks. Then he goes on a list of guys that just isn't going to win the Super Bowl. A list of quarterbacks that just aren't going to win the Super Bowl. And then the third category is 20 guys who are not getting to a Super Bowl and certainly not winning it. And that's everybody else. From Baker Mayfield, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, Dwayne Haskins, guys, guys that are just not... that, that they're, It's going to pause it right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dwayne Haskins 
is dead. R.I.P. Like he died. Like, yeah, R.I.P. No, and not recently. No, it was over. What it was over a year. Ago. Yeah, Colin Coward lists Dwayne Haskins as a quarterback that's not going to win a Super Bowl again. What? How does it even get through? How does it get through? And to be even like he name drops him. Like it's one thing if he's on the list of like he's, he's just on list the of twenty of twenty, but he's the third. He's one of three guys he mentions. He's one of the three first guys he mentioned. Where does that even come from? Like, what does that even happen? He's not alive. Like, the, the, the what? <laughs> He's dead. He's not alive. So here's this. How does Can it, we quote Major League again? Take him off the we'll list. We'll cross him off the list then. So Colin, Colin Coward, you got to go from 20 quarterbacks down to 19. It's What? So here's his list that can't win uh, Super Bowls. Now, he starts with you know, Baker Mayfield on there. By the way, uh, a new report has come out, uh, well, the unofficial depth chart for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I kid you not. On it, I've never seen this for quarterbacks. It says Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask. So they got a 1A, 1B kind as of As starting quarterback. Where, I've never – I've seen it in college. I've seen it in college. Yeah, you don't see quarterback competitions in the like you see one for a backup, but for the starter, usually the team has it like ninety-five percent of the time they have it going in. Or Kyle Trask. Yeah, Baker Mayfield, man, he has really had a fall, hasn't he? I mean, I'm not trusting Baker Mayfield to win you a Super Bowl. I mean, who'd you rather start, Mayfield or Kyle Trask? Right? That's why I think the oars are there. The Buccaneers are like, there's a reason it's there. They're like, can we get Tom Brady out of retirement again? Tom, can you please, God, if we can woo Giselle back, will you come out of retirement (laughs) for us, Tommy? All right, but on the list that Colin Coward had, I'm going to take away Dwayne Haskins because he's not, he's he's dead. R.I.P. Like, it's a sad story. I don't know how they even made it through, especially Colin Coward said it, and it's on the graphic as well. All right, let me ask you about the quarterbacks that can't. Can't win Super Bowls. Blake Bortles on the list. Well, he's not he's, even playing. Yeah, he's not on a team. Now, he took the Jags. He was close. He's retired. Teddy Bridgewater is on the list. Teddy Bridgewater just signed as a backup yeah, with the he's Detroit a Lions. Career backup now. So Sam Darnold. I don't, yeah, he's, he's probably, probably still seeing ghosts. Chicago Bears starting quarterback Justin Fields. We don't know enough yet. You don't. A lot of these guys, you, I don't know. Now, we had the first 25 career starts see, yeah. or 20, whatever it was. But as a as and Packers Mitch fans, Trubisky yeah, had better numbers than. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and speaking of this, Mitch Trubisky is on the quarterback uh, list that can't yeah. win a Super Bowl. I, I don't think anyone's going to be winning the Super Bowl with uh, Mitch Trubisky. Uh, Daniel Jones, who just inked up a big deal to stay with the New York Giants. I'm not a big believer yeah, in Daniel Jones. I would agree with that. Uh, Saquon Barkley probably should have got paid before Daniel Jones got probably, paid yeah. on the Giants. You have Mac Jones. Mac Jones ain't winning no Super Bowl. No. Uh, Bill Belichick can't barely win uh, with the guy, and he's got a big, beautiful mind. They need Tom Brady back. Trey Lance, the dude by all reports in camp right now, is Sucks. terrible. Yeah, Stinks. He ain't winning nothing. But again, I mean, how much do you know of Trey Lance besides he was hurt last year, uh, got hurt really quickly in the season, and I was thinking in camp. Uh, Paxton Lynch, ain't winning no Super Bowl. EJ Manuel, why is he even on the list? Nah. <laughs> Why is Johnny Manziel on the list? Marcus Mariota, he couldn't even make it on the Falcons. Uh, Kenny Pickett, okay, we don't. Do you know enough about yeah. Kenny Pickett? No, I know he wears two gloves in his small hands. Yep, that's what I know about Kenny Pickett. Josh Rosen, he hasn't been in the league for yeah, how long? He's, he stinks. He's gone. Carson Wentz, he stinks. He's also gone. Carson did Wentz, the, did you see the uh, hey, Eagles helmet on a Commander <laughs> shirt and uh, um, Colts, Colts shorts? shorts. Yeah, and he's like really hoping someone signs me. <laughs> 
It's like, dude, you look like the ultimate parlay card walking around. You have three like, teams on you. I, one of my favorite comments was, I was like, he looks like the like the game that you play, build the worst possible QB. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like those. Jameis Winston is on the list. I uh, Zach Wilson. No kidding. Aaron Rodgers is a starter now hey, in the New York Jets. I mean, well, is this list as starters? Well, this is. I would assume so. The drafted yeah, is drafted since 2013 is okay. the list. I don't know why yeah. they throw guys on yeah, there. Like, a who aren't in the league, or B who are dead. <laughs> and then the one name I saved that I haven't brought up yet, who's on the list, the quarterbacks I can't win Super Bowls, according to Colin Coward. Now keep in mind again, he put a guy on there who was dead. Jordan Love is on the list as a quarterback who cannot win a Super Bowl. Well, how do you know? Jordan Love, one game against the Chiefs, he stunk. <laughs> Technically, some against the yeah. Eagles, he looked good. Also, technically, Wentz has a Super Bowl ring. That's true. He wasn't the starter, but he has the he has a ring. There's a guy named Nick Foles that came in and be like, yeah. "Let me do this for you." <laughs> he has a ring. He has so. a ring. Correct. Did he do anything for that ring? He got them to the playoffs. Technically, I mean, he. If Rowdy was sitting here, he was like, "Well, he should have won MVP that year if he didn't get hurt." Yeah, and if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. Okay. <laughs> But Jordan Love is on the list of quarterbacks that can't win Super Bowls. How do you know, though? Yeah. How do you, you know? Don't, you don't. I already called the list in question again because there's a guy, there's guys <laughs> that are in the league and another guy who's dead. Like, all right. Yeah, there's no. There's, in, uh, they're filling know, air time. Yeah, exactly. All right, 608 321 1670. All right, Austin. <laughs> just, just, My <laughs> uncle just texted me. One should have won the MVP. Oh he's yeah, an, he, he's an Eagles. Is he a Wentz truther? Yeah, he's an Eagles. I don't know if he's a uh, he well, maybe, but he's an Eagles. Fan. Carson Wentz so. sprained both his ankles on one play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, Carson Wentz sprained both of his ankles on one play. Both. The quarterback I believe less in on that list would be besides Carson Josh Rosen. There's Rosen truthers out there. Are you not a Rosen truther? That's, are you? No. There's Rosen truthers out there. It, Rowdy. Wasn't he the guy that when he got drafted, he's like, I'm going to prove or like, I'm going to prove why I should have been taking number one or something. Yeah. And then yeah. totally flamed out. Yeah. Rowdy once got so mad at me that he wouldn't talk to me for the rest of the show one time because we got into an argument about Josh Rosen. No, he would, he would roll was out this the red after like, this was like, this was like, after. this was a couple months ago. No way. There's just no way. Right. That right. Is he even in the, he's not on a team, right? No, he stinks. Yeah. He's Put a, him in oh, the he's XFL. a bum. He'd be a backup in the XFL. He's a free agent. <laughs> he is not in the league. The Rosen truthers are the worst. Yeah. I, I, I I'll give your uncle on that one, the Eagles and he, Wentz, he if you probably, didn't get it. Probably Wentz, it was like his year. Would. Yeah. But again, he didn't. Like, again, if right. my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. <laughs> I guess in 2023, though, anything's possible. Described as a puff piece for Aaron Rodgers, the first episode of Hard Knocks debuted last night. Austin, you gave it a thumb and thumb a half, half up. Thumb and a half up. Thumb and a half up. Yeah. RJ good. came in basically saying that I would really, I'm going to watch it today. RJ said that I would really like it because it's a uh, riding Aaron Rodgers jock. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest clips from there, Austin, you said one of the defensive linemen for the Jets said what about he the pull, media? He goes up. Pulls the microphone down from the crew, says, everything you see on TV is a lie. 
and then says like Aaron Rodgers is a cool guy or something like that. Yeah, I would agree with I him wholeheartedly. Him. Yeah, I mean this guy's smart. Austin, you seem pretty smart. You understand that uh, everything you see TV is for-profit news and stuff that's essentially yeah. just made to get clicks and people to you know buy it, you know whatever they advertise for and just mm-hmm. it's maybe that's what Cowherd did on purpose. Maybe purposely said that Dwayne Haskins, that Dwayne Haskins wouldn't Haskins win a Super, Bowl. Win a Super Bowl. So we talk about it. So we talk about it. Probably. That's when this. So that's smarter. So if you remember correctly, last year Nathaniel Hackett was hired from the Denver Broncos uh, to be their head coach, and it was essentially to woo Aaron Rodgers to come to Denver. Well, what happened? Aaron Rodgers uh, did not. He, you know, eventually is obviously a New York Jet now. Uh, but last season, Rodgers stuck with the Packers. And Nathaniel Hackett eventually got fired not even halfway through the season because the team was a terrible mess. It was awful. By the way, Russell Wilson and Sierra expecting to a third child. Russell Wilson, strange dude, smoking hot wife. Strange dude. But the Denver Broncos, uh, not the greatest season last year. It was pretty, pretty abysmal. In fact, at one point in the year, Russell Wilson, halfway through, as Nathaniel Hackett got fired, Russell Wilson had more bathrooms in his house than he had touchdown passes. Yeah, that was one of my favorite followers. That was a good last, stat last year. That was a good every stat. Every year, I see every week. I mean, I see it updated. So Nathaniel Hackett, obviously, they didn't woo Rogers. Russell Wilson came. Nathaniel Hackett fired, and now Nathaniel Hackett was hired as an OC for the New York Jets. Why? Aaron Rodgers, and it worked. Aaron Rodgers, a Jet. You got a lot of Packers over there, right? Green Bay East. Well, in this episode of Hard Knocks, really funny clip of Rogers ribbing Nathaniel Hackett. So in it, uh, Austin, I'm sure you haven't seen this, but you've seen South Park, yes? Yes. South Park, the creators, uh, they made a movie in the 90s called Basketball. Have you seen Basketball? I've seen Basketball. You have? I have. That's one of the movies I've seen. We just blew my mind. So you've seen Basketball. (laughs) I've seen Basketball. No way. You're not. not, I'm not. You're not trapping me, are you? Nope. Quiz me. I, I mean, I haven't seen it in a while. But what's like, a freakout in basketball? It's where they get them and like they distract them and then they miss. Yeah, they, yeah. they insult them. Yeah, as they insult them, making taking a shot. They, they miss a shot. The most, the harshest insults that one can think of to throw you off base, <laughs> so you miss your shot. Yeah. Well, well done, Austin. Well done. Well, on an episode of Hard Knocks, the first one yesterday, Aaron Rodgers implemented a basketball theme for the quarterbacks. And Nathaniel Hackett. And then we add our own element to it, which is uh, homage to basketball. A big part of the game is the psych out. <laughs> Good man. Great man. <laughs> yeah, hate to see it. So we've taken that over to right before you throw to saying something so ridiculous to try and get you to miss the throw. Jeez nuts. Jeez nuts. <laughs> To gain an edge, nothing is too silly. That's the voice of God. Right Naked there. clowns. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or too personal. All right, I'm going to pause it and set it up. Aaron Rodgers, uh, they said, D's nuts. As he was throwing, yeah. then naked clowns. Yep. Rodgers missed both throws at the pi- at the pylon. Nathaniel Hackett is no, throwing. Nathaniel Hackett is throwing, and Aaron Rodgers is going to say something. Or too personal. Nathaniel Hackett goes back to pass, and Aaron Rodgers goes, Sean Payton. <laughs> Why does he go Sean Payton? Sean Payton, a couple weeks ago, said Nathaniel Hackett had the worst coaching job in the history of the NFL, 
It is time with the Denver Broncos. The worst coaching job. Do not know someone named uh, Urban Meyer. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers going right, cutting right, deep right, right there. Cutting deep. Sean Payton. Now, Sean Payton eventually, well, you know, Nathaniel Hackett came out and be like, dude, really? There's like an unspoken code. It's like the stupid unwritten rules of baseball, right? Like, this is some BS, man. I can't believe you're saying this about this. We're yeah. a brotherhood, yada, yada, yada. Coach to coach. Yeah. Uh, Urban Meyer. Uh, Sean Payton came out to uh, apologize, but how do you say, uh, I mean, could Sean Payton be the worst or is it Urban Meyer with the, the Jags? Urban Meyer got fired, right? Yeah. The Jags made the playoffs. Not, um, no. Wait, yeah. The did they? Big no. Herb gets fired. That team, yeah. Trevor oh, well, Lawrence. Yeah, no, this, yeah, he got fired last yeah. year, two years ago. Trevor Lawrence they all of a sudden. Last year. Trevor yes. Lawrence all of a sudden becomes this. Yeah. Good-looking quarterback. You're like, damn, this guy's probably going to be yeah. really good. And they make the playoffs. Sean Payton. Hey, I mean, I think Sean Payton might have might have been right, though, about Nathaniel Hackett. That was it really was, bad. It, it wasn't great. It was, really it was a really bad situation, too, but, yeah, was, it wasn't. Uh, that was not shots fired. That was, that was 50 Cent coming into many men. Wish death upon me. Hey, Grant. Morning, guys. Just caught me off guard a little bit. That's all. <laughs> Fitty got shot, what, nine times? They made an album about it. Get Richard Die Trying. Unbelievable. Hey, hard knocks last night. I know it's a pain for some people, but a takeaway from uh, some of the big J's out there, everything the media portrayed about Aaron Rodgers was a lie. That's what really? They, that's what they said. I heard someone in the media say, the reason why the weather was good at family night is because the dark cloud that was Aaron Rodgers is now gone. I did hear that. I immediately rolled my eyes that and said, this is, is coming from reporters. They get paid the to The dark say that. cloud of Aaron Rodgers is gone. That's why the weather was good at Lambeau for family night. We're overdoing it a little bit. I think we're misremembering the Aaron Rodgers. He was a pain I remember in the butt it from just time. fine. He, he was a pain in the butt from time to time, but it's. It's not like he was the worst human being in the world. Yeah, what has he ever done that was bad? Besides illicit drugs, oh God! Yeah, publicly, yeah, I suppose. Hey, don't do drugs, Austin or Grant. He didn't get Without vaccinated. Me. He was only immunized. He's a pure People blood. Mad about he was that. immunized. That's pure yeah. blood's got to stick together, baby. Hey, Bobby, what's up? What's up, broski? Beamer, Bobby. Living the dream, baby. Living the dream. So I wanted to talk to you about the analogy as you. Yeah, so I use the I analogy that, uh, that the Cheeseheads and Packer fans are scorned lovers yeah, and they can't get I over the fact that Aaron Rodgers is a successful relationship. It. I will wear the Cheeseheads. I'll wear it proudly. Here's where you went kind of astray with the analogy. So after 18 years of marriage with our, our boy, we broke up. He went to another team, got a boob lift, got a face job, lost <laughs> that 20 pounds that he's been carrying. Now he's swanking around, swanking around, and there's no man ever that looked at his ex and said, hey, you know, I'm so happy for you. I'm glad that everything's going really well for you. But the point of the story is, a year from now, she puts that 20 pounds back on, and she's the exact same broad that you dumped a year before. And that's the end of the story that you did not see coming. Because there's no man ever that's been happy for his ex with the new dude that I've ever met or talked to. No, and that's no. hard. And if that makes us scorn and and bad, bad people, I never talk about Aaron personally. 
I think professionally he screwed us. As a person, he's probably a great human being. You don't read bad things about him. But as a Packer fan, just talking about football, I think he screwed us. What about got Favre? the money he wanted, and then he still wasn't happy. He just screwed He did the same, but listen, that's the same analogy. On the football field. Five, five years, five, ten years down the road, you forget about your ex. She got bad. She's the person that you remember, and you let it all go into the wind. You run to her, run into her at the mall. You smile, you shake hands, and you try to remember the good times. It's all the exact same breakup relationship. This Dude, sounds very you, specific, Bobby. Out perfectly there. This sounds very well, specific. Say, I've been down, I'm not saying I haven't been down that road before. But I am having some flashbacks. <laughs> I'm glad that we could come together on Aaron Rodgers and ex scorn lover analogies. I love this. I love this show. You know what? But I will wear that cheese hat thing that you keep dumping on us just because we want. No, hang on. No, there's to, Packer you know, fans and there's cheese hats. There's hey, Packer well, fans and there's cheese hats. Because I still think he kind of stuck it to us on the way out. But. It is what it is. Hey, Bobby. You know, I'm just saying you you didn't span the analogy properly, and I needed to see, for, get the full global picture. See, in my personal experiences, the analogy was correct. Maybe not for you, I guess. Your exes didn't all get fat a year or two later? Uh, I'm trying to think. Maybe they did. <laughs> well, there was one. No, <laughs> you, you don't seem overly focused on your exes. You, you let it go. Well, I got like a supermodel wife, so I'm good. Yeah, I'm... Listen, we're both we're in different age brackets too. I'm damn near sixty. You guys are thirty years, you know, my younger. Wait till you have that X in the old rear view mirror. You'll understand the now. <laughs> One day you'll look back and you'll smile and you'll be like, Yeah, I remember when Beamer Bobby told me that story and it's all coming to fruition. Bobby, what did you say now? Your your current um boo thing? Is is it Jordan Love? Is it you know, is it the new upgraded model? It has is it- to be. He's our He's our new hot, shiny, sexy chick. Absolutely. <laughs> got to be, be on the bandwagon. I'm on the, I hope he succeeds. I hope he does great. I also like Aaron Rodgers, too. Hey, Bobby, let me ask you this. I experienced a new bar last night, and you're kind of keen on it. Like, you've been there. Um, what the hell is it called again? I, I forget the name. The Bar Next Door. The Bar Next Door. I had a great time there. It was awesome. The food was nice. Drinks were cold and refreshing and did the job, and it looked like a good vibe. The, the the parking lot and stuff was, and the hotel was hilarious. I was just going to say, I sent you a text that would you take your wife to that hotel? <sighs> Depends on how much I had to drink at the bar. Did you know if you put a black light on one of those brooms? It's going to look like a crime scene. <laughs> that is a I told you, dude, okay. the place was known for blow, hookers, and truckers. I think Jackson Pollock stayed there and painted up. a bunch of pictures if you bring the, uh, yeah. the black light. Yeah, I, would, I would say for myself, myself, that's a hard no. But, the bar, the, bar. but the bar, awesome. Yes, the bar's got good food, nice cold drinks, great <laughs> yeah. atmosphere. But the, the jukebox the, is awesome. The hotel pool. Attached. All right, we're going. We're, you and I, we're going, and we're gonna we're gonna invite all our exes and see which ones got fat uh, and ugly. Okay. Well, we might not want to repeat this story. Like that's <laughs> yeah, okay, we won't do that. We'll we'll figure out a plan later, right, Bobby? 
There you go. See you, buddy. Uh, all right, later. Bye. Much love. <laughs> Much love. <laughs> he can speak for himself. I harbor a, a massive amount of resentment for all of my my previous engagements with women. So much resentment. Every little thing they do. I am I did, watching but, from a distance, but I am I am watching. I used. I'm older than you guys. I used to years ago, years and years and years ago. I just, I don't care anymore. I was like, whatever. Have live your life. Have fun. I see pictures once in a while. I know I'm doing much better and looking a lot better than you. So I'm. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it sounds like I do have a little resentment. One way or another. Yeah. Listen, I've been with Jen for 14 years now. I'm good. 14 wonderful, lovely years. I'm good. I got a supermodel. Uh, I'm good. Line two. Good morning. Who's this? 14 amazing years. Z in the D. Z? Yeah. You better, make, you better make this quick because we got to take one more break. Oh, no. Yeah, because you got the guy before me talking about blow hookers in the bar next door. Yeah, <laughs> something I'm interested in. Uh, Very intrigued. Well, well, I didn't want to call in at the end because then, you know, freaking uh, what's-his-face gets mad at me. The real Oz. Well, you basically did call in at the end because I still got to squeeze this break <laughs> <Yeah>. in. <laughs> okay, I, I saw Oppenheimer last night. Yeah? I would give it probably an 8.5 out of 10. 8.5 uh, out of 10? Yes, the highest rated movie, I believe, this year for me. Um, I would probably say if if you like historical accurate facts and a movie that's really long, this is the movie for you. My favorite things. (laughs) Long, historically accurate movies. (laughs) Sign me up, baby. That's my two biggest things when I go to the theater. Did they drop the bomb? Don't Don't spoil it. Don't Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. I haven't gone yet. Don't spoil it. Oh, I'm sorry. Jerk. Hey, Z, I'll you think be they really... dropped the bomb? You think they did it? Don't spoil it. I don't know. They might have. I don't know. They, they possibly. Z, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, hey, hey, bud. Z, uh, yeah, any I... remorse or resentment? Uh, not remorse. Resentment to your any exes? One that owes me ten grand. Yeah. I'd oh, her, so. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'd have resentment. <laughs> yeah, I definitely would have resentment. Yeah. Ten, ten thousand resentments. Yeah, I would be. I'd be pretty. Uh, yes. Yes. Makes sense. That's what happens when you su- when you support someone for four or five years with the rent and every other thing else. I would never. Ooh. So you wouldn't take her to Oppenheimer? Uh, I mean, I would take her to Oppenheimer with a big box of popcorn and cut a hole out in the middle of the popcorn. Oh, oh, oh boy. Uh, Austin, do you know that move? No? Z will tell you off here. I give her <laughs> you Z- the H-bomb of the century. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Z, we love you, bud. We'll see you later. Later.